We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we give you news, sometimes we make you laugh, but most times we go motherfucking deep. And guess who we have here today? Guess who? Guess what the cat dragged in? <laughs> Chris from BMNY Deadcast. It's been forever. Say hi, everybody. Yay! That's right. Hey. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And I'm Golf off. clap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yes. and as of course, Rachel Cosmom09, I'm David Cameo. And Chris, let's just let's just do a quick recap. What have you been up to? Just a, on a really quick brief thing. Well, for those obviously who, who might not know, uh live in New York, so um we've been one of the harder hit areas, as you know, Dave, and I'm sure everybody else knows. We literally got pulverized up here with everything going on COVID. I work in the uh, healthcare field as doing contract security. And um, I, I know it's been a very long year for everyone, but being in the face of it day in and day out, it's been definitely a struggle. I mean, you know, everybody has been dealing with a lot. I, you're, you're been on lockdown, you've been confined to your, your home and, and where, or wherever. And um, man, I've seen a lot in the past year. I've seen a lot of depression. I've obviously seen a lot of death. I've seen a lot of sickness. Knock on wood. And, you know, thank you to the guy upstairs. I have been healthy through the whole thing, which is a godsend with everything that I deal with on a daily basis. Looks like the we're at the light at the end of the tunnel. We are running still uh, pretty much every day of the week COVID testing. And we started the COVID vaccine about six weeks ago when they first came out with Moderna and Pfizer. And uh, that's operating at full scale every day. So, I mean, the county I live in is doing an amazing job at trying to get people vaccinated if they want it. It's, you know, obviously you sign up for it and you get it if you want it. And and people have been happy to get it. You know, obviously the, the senior people and anyone who's a frontline worker who obviously I work hand in hand with every day, those people that I work with at the hospital that I work at and then the surrounding hospitals, we've suffered a lot of loss. You know, it's, it's, been really it's been sad but the ones that are here and the ones that have are not here right now i'm grateful for everybody politics aside obviously like everybody's doing their best to get this stuff rolled out as soon as possible and yeah you know if 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 the (laughs) again politics aside if the governments can't do it the people fill in it seems like yeah yeah right i mean i've seen like different organizations kind of like say hey this vaccine is is going to be going to expire like in 30 hours you know three hours or whatever it is come to this fucking center get vaccinated or else it goes to waste you know so yeah. things like that happen like every single day right now. I mean, the goal right now, I think, but is by the end of the year, having like a hundred million Americans vaccinated for this thing. So I think, and I think it'll happen. I and mean, we're already well on our way. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that this past week they did a pop-up event. They had it at a local college. And I think in the, the few days that they were there, they banged out over like four or 5,000 people. Boom. Yeah. I mean, and these people are working They're you know, they're working They're A lot of people, it's not like everyone thinks that everyone's making all this overtime money or whatever. And come to find out that a lot of the people who are doing the vaccinations and, and, and are signing up for this stuff are just either volunteering to do it because they want to help or they're working their actual shift at work and that's what they're doing that day i've seen like little hints of this on like on a, on a walking dead level like mentality like just p- people going yeah i'm obese and then just getting their vaccine shot so you know like things like that people are just doing what they can to get vaccinated and like it's it's not yeah. like the worst like lie in the world because you get vaccinated now you're protecting the people around you so it's just like okay it's a good white lie 
<laughs> you know, you go by the herd mentality, the herd uh, immunity, um, immunity thing. And I mean, is I guess it's plausible. You know what I mean? Like I imagine it, it's something that will eventually come in hand if enough people get vaccinated. You know, I mean, for the longest time, I was I've been on the fence about getting it just because I'm a healthy individual. I have no no history of any kind of you know. I don't have high blood pressure, nothing. I don't have anything. So it's like, yeah, I know it's only like one vaccine, but that's one vaccine someone else who needs it can get. Yeah. So, you know, I, like I said, I consider myself very lucky, very fortunate to be healthy and, um, you know, I, letting the people who, who need it get it. Yeah, I've been in the same, well, not the same position, but like, look, I've been working from home also. So I, yeah. I, I've had the same exact mentality. I'm like, guys, my, my wife needs it first. She's an educator. She's going back to, she's actually going back to school on Thursday, yeah. preparing yeah. for, school next week for people to come in for the kids to come right. in, high school kids so i'm like i'm i can wait but then now my in-laws are getting at me right now <laughs> they're like get vaccinated what are you an anti-vax like because it escalates right <laughs> just like get vaccinated I'm like yeah. i can wait i can wait. let people get it like no are you an anti-vaxxer what do you what do you hate america i'm like oh hold on okay i'll get i'll get it i'll get the vaccine okay yeah i'm not right. i'm not against it no you are against it if you don't get it is this gonna end in tears for me <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna beat up <laughs> gonna get beat up my my, my in-laws now it's just like I'm I'm saying to myself, okay, maybe I'll get the fucking Johnson and Johnson, get a one shot, I'm done, <laughs> get them off my back, <laughs> move on. Yeah. No, because I wanted I wanted to go to the camp, by the way, and that's that that's kind of like what I was going to lead into. And it's like, um, right. if I get that, I'll, I'll have that much more security. I'll feel a lot better about being with other people, meeting other people, perhaps yep. hugging a few people. I don't know. I have a feel. I have a funny feeling that no matter what, people are going to be hugging. Yeah. You know, wear a mask, do the smart thing. Yeah. When you're, you know, and, and that's that's really all I've told people is, look, I know that there's a large majority of people who are against this whole thing. Right. You know, right. If you don't want to wear the mask. Obviously, you know, like uh, you see people driving their car and they're wearing a mask and they're by themselves. I'm like, well, I don't know who else you're protecting, but whatever. I mean, you don't want your you don't want your car to get COVID. Yeah, I get it. But you know, I just like that that kind of like mentality where I see people driving their vehicle with a mask and I'm like, ah, eh, maybe a little bit too far. Right, exactly. Um, or like you know, I see like people walking their dog on the side of the road and they're and they have a mask and I'm like, well, you're outside and you're walking your dog and there's no one around you. But you know what? To each their own. If that makes you feel better and you feel safer, then you know what, do it. I don't right. care. You're not you're not hurting me any. So it's just I just kind of wish like people would just let other people do as they please. Let them live the life they want yeah. and and just worry about yourself. Yeah. You know if if this is how you want to live, that's cool. But if you're gonna be around set amount of people do the respectable thing and wear the max at least when you're around those people yeah it's been if it's been a little weirder here because obviously you guys are both in like kind of like suburb suburby kind of areas obviously yeah. it's different here in new york city because it's like yeah. all right you can't step outside without a mask it's just it's a just right. a fact and fact of life i mean it's it's not really me making a statement of any kind because of, i agree with you i 100 yeah. agree that you're outside it's not it's nothing's gonna happen you're in yeah. the general outside now if you know you're gonna go into a bodega you're gonna go put your laundry away or do your laundry now you can put your mask on okay but like if you're if you know you're just walking around eh, it's not so bad but you're in new york city now now you're making yeah. a statement <laughs> you're just making sure. a statement right now because all, yeah. all i see are people with masks uh, I, I can't show you right now because i don't have one near me but it's just like people are walking around with masks on their chin now which is interesting <laughs> i find that interesting because now there's that shift you know there's like right like half the people are out with with the mask on their chin half of them have it on their face you know obviously the white people have it on their face whatever anyway so i'm just saying <laughs> yeah it's the high populated
secluded areas. It's just like, yeah. you know, you just, you can't get around it. It's just like, you know what? I don't want, I don't want any problems. It's not no skin off my neck or my face. Let's just do it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And he's like, it keeps my face warm. It's actually true. I'm like, yeah, I'm thankful. It does. <laughs> when the wind, when the wind hurts your face, the mask actually helps yeah. the wind not hurt your face. Yeah. <laughs> and allows you to breathe. I mean, that stupid yeah. flimsy cloth mask or whatever. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. You know, the one thing that, I, that has been entertaining lately, and I'm sure you guys have heard about it or came across is the article that the CDC put out about the zombie uh, apocalypse. Did you guys hear about the article the CDC put out? A while ago? It's something they put out like a long time ago that made its resurgence, I think. I, I don't, I think they've updated it. It's so... <laughs> zombie protocols, basically. Yeah, basically. And, but what they did was, is they took your basic uh, emergency preparedness situation and wrapped it into a zombie apocalypse theme drew all this attention to it and got all these uneducated people about emergency preparedness educated about emergency preparedness. <laughs> it was like, this is actually one of the smartest things I've ever seen them do. Yeah, because yeah, they've had these for a while. There's like 2008 or something yeah. like that. And they did. Yeah. And they, it came back 2000 because we reported on this during the COVID during the COVID period. It's still the COVID right. period, but you know, you know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah, 2008, then 2013, they did. They it resurfaced again when they updated it. And then now yep. recently they, they they it came out again. Yeah, you go on social media and you see people commenting about how the CDCs and now, you know, because it's it goes in, it goes in, it coincides with the vaccine and COVID. Oh and now, CDC, now the CDC is putting out something about zombies and it's just everyone's like oh my god i'm like this is how dumb a lot of you people are is you don't realize they're taking advantage of the fact that this is a national kind of emergency and they're getting all you people who are uneducated to go to their website read about emergency preparedness labeling it a zombie apocalypse and you're all educated now so congratulations caught your attention <laughs> yeah caught your attention congratulations we we got you <laughs> but then you know you know that there's obviously that other half of that contingent going it's oh this is this is the real deal like you get yeah. the vaccine you turn it to zombies i know what's up yeah it's going down exactly the earth is the oh, earth is flat <laughs> man I, i've 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 definitely seen a lot of conspiracy things that i'm just like this is very interesting the fact that a lot of people have that time on their hands to indicate that the, the 5g towers are now gonna activate the micro nanobots that are in the vaccines that are gonna turn everybody into these brainless people i'm just like hey if the government's got it and they did it what are you gonna do yeah exactly let's just roll with it <laughs> mm -hmm. And Bernie Sanders has his finger on the button. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> Socialists are taking over yeah. the country. We all we all know Biden does it because they took that power away. Oh yeah, he was the first test case, right? We, yeah. we controlled him. Now he's in office, right? Okay, let's cut uh, cut this cut this cut this out. <laughs> no, I might leave that in. Uh, Speaking of uh, brainless uh, test subjects, welcome to Squawking Dead, <laughs> we talk about conspiracy theories and while making sure you're uh, vaccinated. Uh, why not? No, but I'm, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you made it through this period at least. It sounds like you're, I guess that's the real question. It sounds like you made it to the other side of this. You're at a place where you yeah. you want to get into it. We're going to ease you back into it. Chris, this is like the po yes. the, pro the podcast steps to, to bringing you back into the fold. Exactly. I, I tried reaching out, obviously, you know, a couple of weeks ago and it's not that my life at work has gotten any easier. It's just that 
there is a, a larger window of open time that I have now, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. I, I, a lot, when I mean a lot has happened over the past year and a half for me personally, outside of COVID, it's been a, uh, <laughs> a roller coaster of a ride. Yeah. Yeah. If you are someone who's bought us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash squawking dead, we will continue. We will try continue recording. I'm going to ask, I'm going to probe Chris for more questions and hopefully get some answers on that. So if you wait till the end of the episode, you might get that at the end of the recording <laughs> head over squawking dead sorry yeah you can head to squawkingdead.com click that little button buy us a coffee download the unedited episode and you're on your way it, you basically help us support the podcast you get unedited episodes you can be part of the recordings you get a bunch of other perks that we just talked about before the show chris wasn't on yet so i'll, I'll tell him later but um yeah we're, we're, we're starting to like think of ways to kind of incentivize you guys supporting us so thank you for that guys this episode is begging to be crushed by uh aaron's mace right now and i think we're going to be the ones to do it you know what now now that Chris is on here, Rach, sorry, you're gonna have to take a back seat. What was your overall, overall impression of this episode? Overall, for the for the first three episodes, I've actually been very impressed. Um, hmm. I know that there was a lot of slack on the you know the the solo episode, if you want to call it, with Daryl, but I actually enjoyed it. I think he needed a little a little love, you know, with his with where he's been with the past five years and everything. So I mean, I actually thought it was a pretty decent episode. I know he got a lot of flat for it but i didn't mind it as far as this past week great screenplay by seth and, and uh ross marquand you know i think those two together on screen with that kind of uh throwback to survival you know and everything that they had to go through it shows a lot of growth as far as what they've learned i thought that the the cooking the baking timer and throwing it in the field was great you know seeing them kind of out of their shell drunk so to speak you know quote unquote you know like i don't know how you act drunk you know i mean i know you you know it's like but to act like you're intoxicated unless you're really unless they really got drunk but to act intoxicated i don't think is an easy feat you know what i mean it's it's got to be something that you know I, i'm sure you can sit there and practice a slur or whatever but the episode as a whole it brought like a good vibe back to just the show you know, I think uh, I know what you mean. Like, kind of like the season four or five vibes, where they're like kind of beaten down a bit. Is yeah, that what you're yeah. Kind of going with. You, yeah. I mean, you definitely see the 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 strain of their trip that they're on through Aaron's fit. I mean, Aaron's is he's obviously very distraught. All the killing, what Seth did, you know, to um to Maze, you know, with smacking him with the mace and all that stuff. It just distraught, you know, and it's it's you can see that he's currently obviously just going through way too much for right now. Right. But I mean look, I don't I would have probably I would have done the same thing as, mm. as Gabriel. Mm. That there's no way I'm bringing that guy back to my camp. Overall, this episode is supposed to hit people on two fronts. It, it's been purposefully trying to get you to 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 split you apart in half. Mm. It's supposed to get you to like I noticed right from the beginning. And Rachel, I don't know if you 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 saw this as well from the onset. First of all, obviously, Killing Walker is always great, always great. But that opening shot was so beautiful. Like just watching the flowers and being like, oh oh, is this a, a world beyond episode? Huh? What with the yeah. beauty, <laughs> with the beauty in the in the in the chaos and the terror right because it was that you felt like oh this is kind of natural wild and then all of a sudden the blood drops the walkers are all killed blood is all over the flowers and then but right from the onset you move into like you know they move to that little cottage and you see that there's like a burnt family like mother daughter child mother father child kind of situation yeah. and then yeah. you're seeing 
both reactions from both characters and they're like one is reacting one way it, it appears as though they're like reacting the same way but as you move further into the episode you're seeing they're not reacting the same way they're doing this differently even looking at the walkers themselves like that one walker by the post by that fence post yeah and i love when the show gets to do this i don't know if you guys felt the same for the first time in a long time i actually felt something for the walker the walker did wasn't like ah, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was like <laughs> like it was yeah it was pitiful right and, and he was merged with the post and like again a walk like a world beyond kind of reference to so i'm like my mentality is like already there we just got off the i'm traumatized let's put it that way i was looking at the walker at the, on the on the rooftop i'm like oh shit what did that one go through the couple that was in the bed again you know yeah. embracing his bones and i'm like i'm feeling something here why am i feeling this now for walkers why am i feeling this but it's on purpose it's fucking mm. on purpose and it's fucked up thank you so much uh laura belzy and what's the what's the other motherfucker i i, I wrote his name down so this way i can cancel them later <laughs> Scott Kavon, the the director of photography for this one. I'm like, yeah, uh, y'all's is canceled. Get me to feel things. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Laura uh, Laura Belzy, who was the director for this episode, uh, there was an interview that Just Keep Walking got like right right away on Monday of her. So if you want to check that out, you should definitely check their channel out. They they just like nailed. It was like, hey, we even got references for you. You know, so check that out. It's pretty good. I don't know. I'll link to it at some point in the description or whatever. But what was uh, your guys' takes when you saw those things? Did you guys feel the same things I? I did. I actually called the opening scene a beautiful blood bloodbath. It was like gruesome but beautiful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like, like seeing the walker also, the walkers also, not just the people who. who oh, died. um, yeah, I called him, I called him the I'm too tired walker. Mm. <laughs> He's just too tired. Like, mm. I see you there, but, uh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like punching a clock. <laughs> like yeah. This walker's punching a clock. I thought that was really cool when they, um, threw the timer out there and then slowly all the rest of the sleepy walkers get up and I'm like, oh, they were napping. <laughs> I like that take. I didn't think of that. <laughs> but all, all I was thinking was like season nine vibes. Like this is the last time we saw the egg timer was yeah. with Jesus, Daryl, and Aaron, by the way, which is those two characters at the very least. But then in the field when we're kind of getting in, uh, like a, a whiff of the whispers, like why are they why are they changing patterns? Why are they not following the sound? You'd think you'd seen it by now, but we haven't <laughs> until from I know. Two, two years ago or well, yeah, that. just about two years ago, right? Like in real world times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, two yeah. years for so, us. But that's a really good take, though. Like, Sleepy Walker is like, oh, I was like, I'm reluctantly... But that, doesn't that say something also? Like, okay, both Aaron and, and Gabriel don't want to be out there. The Walkers don't want to be out there. Nobody yeah. wants to be out there. It also kind of told me that it's probably been a while since a person's been through there. I mean, they all just sort of lay down and gave up, so... Mm. Which not, I like seeing, though, every now and again, too. Air. Like, the show, <laughs> like, reminds us that, like, occasionally this happens. Like, we... I remember the last time, the notable time that I remember seeing this was, like, I'm thinking back to the governor. Okay, and like um, Tara and her sister and her sister's kid, and she's playing by the the pile of Lily uh, and Megan. Yeah, Lily and Megan, right? They're playing by the, <laughs> the pile of dirt or sand or whatever. Oh And yeah. then she's disturbed, like she puts oh, up the sign. Yeah. But like, yeah, they're yep. they're dormant. They're like lying in yep. wait, and like until somebody comes along and alerts them, they come up. Usually, yep. we just see them walking around. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, and Charity's saying they go dormant, conserving their energy until prey <laughs> comes along. <laughs> energy. <laughs> But yeah, like between the dead bodies, between the the tired walkers, like there's something about like I I don't know for I haven't felt something for a long time for a walker per se. Yeah. 
And then you start seeing these walkers being tied up and you see that the one at the post and you're like, okay, I see what you're doing here. And um, Aaron's seeing this and he's like, I just want to get home to my kid. And but, yeah. but Gabe is seeing this and I noticed something very interesting with Gabe because you see this in more than just the the way he reacts to the to the dead bodies, burnt dead bodies uh, to the walkers. It's even when he sees the can, he's like, oh, I found like a bag of groceries. And then he turns it around. And he's like, oh, shucks, bullet hole. He, yeah. You see him like almost be like, <laughs> like, like he's almost <laughs> losing his shit. But then he just pauses and moves on. And he's like, two more. Yeah. And I noticed something. It's like throughout this episode with Gabe, I feel like he's replaced religion with stoicism. Like, I don't know if you guys have are familiar with what stoicism is, but it's the idea that boiled down, it's a person who chooses to endure patiently. A mm. And in other words, I like to bring up video games. Video games is the best analogy for stoicism. Because we, you, Chris, when you and me were playing video games, there was a lot less rage quitting, a lot, a lot yeah. of swearing. Obviously, there was swearing, right? We always <laughs> swore, but yep. we would plug at it. We plug at it until we finally beat the boss. Let's say, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't complain. We didn't. We didn't go. I'm being oppressed. No, we just kept playing until we defeated the thing. It's <laughs> getting really political now, <laughs> but like that's that's the what? that's the point. That's a, a, a version of stoicism. Yeah, you'd react here and there. You'd be like, ah, oh, god damn it! But then you keep going. Gabe, right. Gabriel is choosing to keep going. You know, hey, um, why why do only you and Chris play video games? Uh, I'm a gamer too. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about when we were like little kids, okay? Uh, your, yeah. We're also, we're also, yeah. Uh, we're also older yeah. than you. Yeah. We're playing games while he's still in diapers. You're <laughs> not by much. Child. Shit, chump. Not by much. You're, you're, sit down, you're, kid. You're washed up. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. But I say Kristen because we're like really close in age. <laughs> Because we're older, older, and I could well, never relate yeah. to rage wait, quitting, right? Rachel, do you want to be? Do you want to be forty something? Let me ask you a super there. question. I'm almost there. Yet I'm almost there. You okay? Well, hold on. Let's let's take a step back here. I once I once said out loud to a bunch of people. I think this was at Walker Star. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're all in about our forties. And she, you did this thing like, "Excuse me, I am not forty just yet." I'm like, "Noted. I will never do that again. I won't even do that when you turn 40. I'm not gonna. I know my I, look. I'm married. I know how to do this. I probably won't tell anyone when I turn forty. <laughs> Nisa, you're not actually fifty-eight. You wish. I think that's the thing. I think she wishes she's fifty-eight. <laughs> uh, no, Charity, you're not. You're not sixty-nine and a half. <laughs> I mean, you're telling people something, but but yeah, but you get the, you get the idea. Like when you're playing video games, there's no room for like the, getting that stressful feeling, throwing the controller across the room, which you do see now because kids mm. kids are fucking stupid. But like, yeah. but you know, you, you don't you didn't have that back then. You didn't really have that because we would just keep plugging away and plugging away until we got it. You know, until we nailed it. Maybe we put the controller down, and be like, okay, I need to step away. But then we'd step <laughs> back and we we do it again and we get it done. <laughs> or we'd also have the parent that would come and smack us across the mouth for being an asshole. Yeah, that and because <laughs> because we because we were tricky too, right? Because we would be like we'd be playing. Okay, yeah, I'm done. I'll, let me just save the game, right? The, the save the game thing uh, is always the best one. <laughs> or like, all right, uh, yeah, I've I'm, I've turned it off. Like you put a sheet over the game of the console and you you turn the TV off because they think, oh yeah, the game's off now, right? No, we sneak in at midnight and then we keep playing. <laughs> that was a fun one. I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. The idea of stoicism with with Gabe. It's almost as if he's traded his religion for stoicism for a philosophy and mm -hmm. you see in various instances throughout the episode and i don't know if we're gonna get into all of that but there's one in particular that i thought was like next level stoicism so again people 
think that being a stoic means you have to repress and suppress your emotions, you have to push them down, which stoicism gets a bad rap for that. It's like, it's not really supposed to be that. It's it's more like managing, managing your emotions, channeling your feelings into the goal. The idea of upholding virtue, like, the, and again, in accordance to nature. So the idea is if it means survival, if it means getting certain things done, if you have to get this thing done in order to eat, in order to live your life, in order to create beauty, in order to construct something, in order to add to the universe, then you, you need to channel your feelings into the work. You know, contrast it with Aaron. I feel like Aaron's holding on with a thread. I'm holding on. I'm like literally pigging, piggybacking off of a, uh, Gabe's will right now because I don't have it, you know? And mm. yet there's something else that we see in the episode and that's, there's like this reference almost to like Aaron being Gabe's soul, let's say. Like if if Gabe could remove his soul and put it into somebody else and keep going, he would put, do it, put in Aaron. I noticed. Because mm. yeah, of some of the things that Aaron says, I, being out there, finding people and bringing them in, that, that felt good. I don't know what right. makes feel Gabe good anymore. I think, well, I think Maze, you know, hit it on the head when it came to... <laughs> Maze hit it on the head? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he was talking to Gabriel about, you know, uh, evil, you know, being the, you know, how, how evil is, is taken over. Gabe has to sit there and reel himself back in because, you know, I was watching Talking Dead and he was, Seth was on the show. Mm. And one of the questions from a viewer was, when are we going to be able to see, you know, angry Gabe again? And he kind of was like, oh, you know, they haven't really told me anything about that yet. This is obviously after I watched the episode. I'm like, there's a little foreshadow. He knew, you know, that angry Gabe was coming. I enjoy this side of it because it kind of brings me to like clear Morgan crazy. Yeah. Where I feel like Gabe is going in that direction. You can you can be, there's nothing wrong with being a, a person of faith and still doing what is right, even though it's wrong. Right. Which by the way, brings in feelings of like four walls and a roof. And who was Gabe in that scenario? More, yeah, more right. like the Aaron. He was right. like looking on, he was like, <laughs> like he was looking at like all this stuff and he was just like, yeah. oh, what the fuck did I just invite to my house? You know, like what? And now yeah. it's the other way. Like Gabe right. is literally Rick with the machete right now at this point. We're with a mace. Yeah. Same thing, right? right? <laughs> yeah. What a weird reversal. Or Nisa says, by the way, Gabe smash is so sad. Sexy. And when I and when I said when I said what does Gabe do for like what does Gabe get enjoyment out of? She says sex. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is Rosita, I suppose. Yeah, but they've been yeah. out there two weeks. I guess Aaron's getting the brunt of that. I don't know. So, what were you saying, Chris? Oh, so when when Gabriel climbs to the to the rooftop and he sees the the one Walker you know tied up to the post, the right. ones are dead. And Aaron yells up, you know, what what do you see? What's up there? And he says, just a ladder. A ladder. Why do you think? Why do, why, why do you think he skirted around that and didn't tell? Do you think he actually knows that Aaron is slipping? I think it is. You know what? I, I, I was going to bring up each of most of these, but like I, I, I latched onto mostly the stoicism part of it. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, what is it? There's an expression also like, um, well, it's like Occam's razor, right? The, the simplest solution is the best one, right? Like why t give Aaron a full report of what's up there? It doesn't yeah. do him any good. Aaron, like you said, Aaron is probably, he can feel that Aaron is slipping like you said. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. But I also think there's something else going on here. If you look at Gabe's face when he sees these things, it's almost like he doesn't yeah. express I, it. I see a little disgust. There's a little disgust. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say disgust, but I was like, you know, I wasn't ready to go there, but I sure. Want, and 
Yeah. Even and let's even skip to the end, right, Rach? Let's skip to the end where they're walking out of the room. Aaron goes first and he sees it. And I'm gonna tell you what I'm talking about. He sees the picture of Maze and his brother. Mm -hmm. And he's like this. He's like Aaron. <coughs> and then with the blood on his face and everything. No, and I get it. Like obviously, I'm that's the thing. Like, okay, this by the way, this brings me back to the conversation you and I had, Rachel, about you know, Aaron and Gamma and then um Alden, right? About the argument over baby Adam. Like the whole like, oh, Gamma should be able to it's her. It's his aunt. Let him let her see her nephew and whatever. And you're like, no, fuck that bitch. You know, like, and I'm like, oh shit. And I was like on Aaron's side, but then you're like, no, what did she? She got her sister, her mother killed, and like she hasn't earned their trust yet. Even though it might be the end of her end of the line for her, it's she hasn't earned it. But th this is this comes back around again. Like it's like you're you're almost forced to see both sides of this and choose. You literally have to choose who yeah. you feel yeah. more towards. I'm not gonna choose either because I know the game. I'm not playing this russian roulette between these two characters so we see aaron walk out whatever and then you see gabe and and you realize you can look at these two things these two people looking the same way exiting the same room but then the camera turn whips around and shows you what they were looking at as they were leaving the room and it's the picture of Maze and his brother and his family too gabe looks at the photo stares at it moves on he goes hmm, moves on and that that was just like i didn't know what to think after that am i right in that he's just embracing the stoicism and or just being consistent with that because there's something in in this episode that makes me think otherwise that he's like either like in full mastery of his emotions which is fucking awesome fucking <laughs> fuck gabe i'm gonna say fuck yeah. use my fuck quota for this episode <laughs> i don't have a fuck quota i just don't do it that often but either he really really knows what he's doing which you wouldn't think i mean let's just be honest here i think let's go 50 50 on the audience not even really liking gabe or not having liked gabe until this episode um and then like maybe now it's like 60 40 maybe 75 25 i don't know but like a lot of people warm to gabe on this episode even niso's just like i've got sexy thoughts about gabe's but you know i'll just i'll settle for cuddling you know like that's the that's the level yeah. to which like okay we we okay i got the sexy feelings but let's let's dial it down let's just do the cuddling first and see where it goes <laughs> but that's the point like like you see gabe in a different way and it's on purpose yeah. we've seen this gabe for all of season 10 actually but we don't know why we just don't know right. why and we still don't know why yet we don't know why gabe is like this we've seen it dante killing dante that's why they showed the intro in the intro killing dante burning his body god told me to hang you that whole shit right that fucking mm. shit that was i got chills <laughs> like fucking hell i'm like getting like my nipples just were erect a little bit it was like like a goose pimples over here what the hell but then like but like but why right why yeah we don't know why and we're getting closer i feel like we're getting closer to that now oh and of course speaking of closer you're so close may says to gabe that was again that got me chills like when you watch the episode the second time around you actually kind of know what Maze is talking about when he says you're so close Maze thinks he's got him he's like oh you're so close to like being me you're mm -hmm. so close to where i'm at you're ready for this and then he then he goes the eagerly goes into the room and pulls out aaron you know like after shooting into the room but <laughs> but that that brings a question to mind do you feel like gabe was maybe a hair's breadth away i don't know if before like maybe on first watch I, I don't know but do you feel like gabe was a hair's breadth away from being that guy at first i did start to like gabe when he killed dante i i approved of that move i did not approve of killing Maze. i'm i'm not on that ship that's not on interesting it. what i saw in gabe was him 
making a choice to detach himself from what he has to do. You were saying how Aaron was kind of losing it. I What I saw was Gabe losing it. Like, not knowing where the line is anymore. Like, making a choice and then saying, I- I'm right. right. Sorry, okay. but I'm sorry, but I'm right. So did you feel like at some point he was, that maybe Maze was right in some ways? Like, oh, oh, I could get this guy to, to do oh, what no. I wanted to do. Mm-mm. No, no, I never oh, saw you didn't it. feel that way. Okay. Mm-mm. That's no. also good, too. Basically, Maze let them play a game that he thought he could win. You know, not knowing the two people he's with. I don't think that, I don't think that Gabe was close to being, you know, like him. Honestly, I think that if Gabe had a gun when he first saw me, he would have shot him right in there and then and just would have kept moving. Right in the, f- the, mind, the mindset that he was in. And that would have been the end of the storyline right there for me. I have thought that, that um, was going to happen yeah. during the game somehow. I, I don't you know. Yeah. That's why I said it that's seemed to me like Gabe for. was detached from all of this. Yeah. Like, like that shouldn't be easy for him to do, and it is. And it, it that yeah. bothered me how easy it was. For it, I it, think it if, for whom to do? Yeah. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's not as simple as we're we're boiling it down yeah. to Gabe. It's not just like he's in kill mode, like Morgan or something, or or Rick even. Let's just say it. I think if the pistol would have chambered when if well, if Gabe had the gun, I think he would have just pointed it as he was gonna move it towards Aaron and shoot Maze instead. Like, I was waiting for that to happen. Right. Because I was, that's, I'm like, this is the mindset that Gabe's in. He's looking for his window to end this and let's, we got, we got another, one more place to go. Right. You know, he's still, he's thinking about the water tower. He don't care about anything else. So are we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that too. Like, yeah. And kind of a good thing. Like if, if Gabe was the one to have, I don't know, the roulette ball or whatever, like the, the bullet in the chamber, I don't think it would have gone down the way Gabe would have wanted it to go down. I think it would have right. gone down swimming, swing, but the possibility of him killing Aaron may have made him pause. I th- right. think, I say, I think because Rachel, I think Rachel's onto something and I base this on all of the actions in season 10. Gabe has just had this, which gives me chills. Again, goosebumps. Gabe has had this like weird, like confidence, like mm-hmm. God told me to hang you. Like, just like, no. And then like killing Dante, like doing him dirty. Like, oh yeah. Oh, you like that bitch? You like me? He stabs him <laughs> in the stomach. Like that sort of like, you know, like I, I'm, I'm on this. I, I've got like, I was re- relegating it to like, I got this guy on my side. I got God on my side and you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And what's, what makes it even spooky, spookier, because when we covered episode 1016, we were talking a lot about Beta the Prophet. We were like, Beta's fucking crazy. He's hearing voices, blah, blah, blah. But then at one point, we're like, how did he know that that person was there if he, in his brain, can't see a thing, but he knows the per- What the fuck is going on here? Is Beta a prophet? What the fuck is going on here? So mm-hmm. there's that spooky thing the writers like to do. And so like now I'm looking at Gabe with a whole new light, like, okay, well, the, the writers love to fuck with us. I'm like, so wait. Is Gabe the son of like not the son of God, but like like a he's like a man of God, he's like untouched untouchable. We know that that's not the case, but let me just get this out here. Is this like first of all, he's not wrong about Dante, he's not wrong about killing Dante technically. Like you were okay with that. I think everybody was okay with that, oddly. Yeah. Like, even though it was a shame to see him go, it was like, I guess this is the right move, right? And then and then like being so surefire about the whispers, you know, first of all, the miracle save from Maggie. He's just he's just like Teflon. He's just just getting by on his cocky whims and i'm like oh shit is this guy touched you know what i mean like is this guy touched by god but then you see him in this situation the russian roulette getting past that situation uh and everything that he's done in this episode okay he gets mud all over him and what happens mm-hmm. right afterwards rain comes rains. and watches his fucking ass yeah. off right i'm like yeah what the fuck is going on here i'm doing it again i'm literally yeah. doing that i'm like i laughed i saw like the rain come and i laughed god won't even let them go back that's the th- like i'm thinking in my head oh this right yeah. this writer god it won't let them go back 
They're like, no, he had to have to keep going. The God's like, no, you got to keep going. He says, well, we'll just follow our tracks back. And the rain comes. I'm like, ah, you, you. You little <laughs> son of a bitch. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I think Gabe feels like he has to be this way, that it has to be easy. So there's not another Dante situation. And he's not ready for it. He needs to be ready or feel like he has to. Stabby Gabe was a moment of rage and frustration. I think maybe, but I think also, I think he felt righteous. He weighed his options. He's like, it's literally, God told me to stabby stabby in the stomach several times. You know, I I feel like it was a little bit of that, but yeah, a little bit of rage. And now, mm-hmm. uh, now he needs to be in that mindset all times. Yeah, and I think at this point he's sort of perfected it. He's like he's like walking between like the fucking raindrops at this point. Like this guy can't he he can't be touched. I know that's not the case. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but. <laughs> But like until now, he's just surefired, cocky, gets into a situation, gets out of it. Nobody can touch this guy. And it's fucking yeah. sexy. <laughs> I gotta say it. I yeah, see? Nisa's like, you're making it sexual. <laughs> well, I'm feeling it. So man. <laughs> When, they, when he's talking about the Reverend, right? He's laying this whole story about the Reverend, Reverend George. He's saying like how he was, admired the guy for just being effortless, but always knowing to say the right thing. And he said something in particular, like Reverend George imparted some knowledge to him. He said, you just got to be there with them. You know, the rest will come, you know, listen and just respond from the heart, right? Don't tell them what they want to hear. And then, and then we get to the maze Russian roulette scene. And what is Gabe? The first thing Gabe does as Gabe does, felt like it was mm-hmm. almost like a regression. He started telling maze, like even from the first interaction, he started telling Maze what he wanted to hear. Like, well, you know, like he wanted it. Like, oh, we're totally peaceful. Not true. Uh, <laughs> we're t- you know, we're a great, we're a community 20 strong and armed. They're going to come after us. Not true. You're not speaking from the heart. It's only when that chamber went into the gun and Aaron's, Aaron's turn came that things just started whooping around. Now, like, obviously there was some, he started easing into that a little bit beforehand. But like, once that chamber dropped, Gabe just, he just snapped into the moment and he said, you know, you're, you're full of shit. You know, this isn't, this isn't you. This this isn't a sign from God. This isn't something that you were supposed to learn from this lesson. You were just betrayed, man. And then he just keeps going into it. First of all, badass. Cool. Awesome. We, this is like next level Father Gabriel. In a, it, like Again, contrasting from when we first meet him. But then I got to thinking something else. Now, take that. Zoom out. Look at the Gabe that was looking at all these scenes and going, hmm, and moving on. Hmm, and moving on. Watching the people, the burnt bodies, the, the, wa- the walkers, the tired walkers, and going, huh, yeah, I saw a ladder. You know, that sort of thing. Go back to that scene and the, the the one question i want to ask you the one question i want to ask you is gabe saying what maze wants to hear or is this gabe channeling all this shit from this episode that he's going hmm and actually letting out some truth and letting out some of his emotion because i am a little bit i don't know me personally i think he was uh just being free face value you know like look yeah you don't want to hear any shit and i'm not about to give you any you know, like he's gonna, he gave him face value of what the situation was. Do you think that's based on his own feelings, like him, him projecting, being like, like he was like giving from the heart, or do you think he was just laying it down? Was it, was it wisdom, um, or was it just like this is he's finally letting people in on what's going on here in his heart? I'm pointing to my heart. I don't know why nobody can see me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, to to me, I think it was just in the moment truth. You know what I mean? I think that's what it was. Like the only thing that's gonna get me out of this is just telling this guy exactly what. I would say probably from the heart then. Yeah. He's just like, you know, fuck it. I, I'm going to die. Might as well. Right? Yeah. Right. Because until thought, now, he, he wasn't doing that. Right. I thought he was being real. Like when he first started talking and then, and now I, I now know it was total bullshit. I don't know oh. what he said. 
in to get Mace to like well, relinquish. You're saying because he killed because yeah. he killed him because he killed him. He told him what he needed to say to get him on his side. So it was all bullshit. That's interesting because you see how the two different reactions. <laughs> I'm more on actually the side of the heart. Actually, like I was kind of like the moment he, he he let it out. If he believed what he was saying, he wouldn't. have Why did he him. do that? Right. That's why exactly. I'm asking the right. question. If he believed him, if he believed anything he said, he wouldn't have killed him. That's why it was bullshit. Right. Right. I love it. See, but I love it. This is the perfect no, Squawking Dead conversation. And I, it, yeah, no, and I get it. I'm on board with that. But I mean, at the same, at the same time, yeah. who's this? Who's this person to you anyway? And what does it matter what he knows? Or doesn't know. He premeditated. He knew he was going to kill him. So what does it matter? Just say what you got to say to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah. It might have. It might have been from the heart. It might have just been bullshit. But either way, <laughs> it got what he wanted done. Right or wrong, Carol. <laughs> Carol, Carol know, with the right? whisper war. I'm, I'm actually going to say this. I'm more on the side of it being from the heart, but with a caveat, because I think it's like next level. This is what I was saying before about next level stoicism. I think he knew he needed to be this way. He knew he needed to go for broke. I don't think it was like a Hail Mary. I think it was like, I've got to level with this guy in order to pass this moment. I don't think he, I don't know that he intended right then and there to kill Maze, but I do know just to pass this moment to get his guard to drop to maybe get him to pause enough to get in because maybe he could have killed him then and there but he couldn't i think he needed to get mace to pause just enough to feel something now once he did all bets are off now it's back to second level stoicism but i think he purposefully used his emotions as a means to let me read the quote again to endure this moment patiently like he which is weird because again stoicism is the 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 channeling of emotions in in a manner of which to get you through a goal or some people mm -hmm. will say suppress your emotions no, no, he used them. He used them to get past this moment. Everything that happens afterwards is him kind of going back into not super sane Gabe, but like regular Gabe, like regular, just strong Gabe, sexy Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want feelings, Gabe. We want sexy Gabe. Again, he's exhibiting this tremendous amount of like emotional. I don't, because I don't think he's a psychopath, right? First of all, we know Gabe. We have the luxury of knowing Gabe through time, which is great for the character. Okay. We've seen him being afraid, him reaching out with feelings, dating Jadis. Um, you know, in his weak moments too, being a dick, things like that. We've we have the luxury of seeing that. We don't have any indication that he's a psychopath. Even in the scene with Aaron, he's clear-eyed when he's like, not well, not really, but like he's drunk. He's telling about Father George. You get this kind of like moment with Gabe. You are feeling Gabe's feelings. But I think there is some sort of like that we've talked about this before when it comes to the TWD World Beyond. Like these kids seem to get through through their emotional traumas throughout this you know couple months period or whatever they're on the road. But you see that here with Gabe. Like, you see this, like, weird mastery. Like, he's mastering his emotions to get through the moment. There's no wavering, like, with Aaron. There's no trauma with, like, Aaron. It's this weird thing. And then and the reason why I asked about, like, the, the whole, did he really dig deep with Maze or did he bullshit is because I, I'm, I'm also, because the fact that he kills Maze afterwards, like you said, Rachel, is, like, made me pause a little bit. I'm like, wait, what is going on here? What the fuck is going on here? And then I realized you have to kind of go back to the, to the monologue with Father George. He's left Letting Aaron know, I wished I could have been that way. I never could get mm -hmm. to be that way. And then he right. found this moment where he could be that way. And he's like, I, I did it. I did it. And now he's like, okay, let me go back to old Gabe because old Gabe knows mm -hmm. how to kill people. <laughs> but again, oh, okay, no, wait, no, I have to do this again because it's again like we're peeling back layers, like because it's making me fucking crazy. <sighs> because in the end, we have to go back to Gabe, the man touched by God. Because at the end of the day, and let's talk about this because I'm not sure if you all agree with this. I think he was right. 
right. I don't want to say that he's right because there's a part of me that's like, what the fuck did you do that for? <laughs> you just killed a man in cold blood, sort of. Because we didn't know about no, his No, it was cold blood. Yeah. It yeah. was cold blood. Yeah, it was cold blood. Don't sugarcoat right? it. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm feeling all these feelings. I'm, I'm telling you right now up front. But like, we don't know about his brother up in the attic. We don't know. At this point, we don't know. Like, let's just pretend yeah. we're watching it for the first time. We don't know anything. I'm, we're like with Aaron. We're like, the blood all over me. And we're like, what what happened here? Then you get upstairs, you see the brother in the attic, and now you're now you're like, I I don't know what to feel. On the one hand, the brother himself did this to Maze. And on the other hand, Maze kept his brother for like maybe close to seven years at least. Up in the attic, yeah. watching his desiccated family on the floor for seven plus years, probably. You know, so now you're like, I don't know who's what and then and then you go, why is Gabe so eager to help? And it th this is probably an easier question, but why is Gabe so easy eager to help the brother who made Maze this way, you know, and rather than Maze himself. Because so he looks like a victim. Yeah. Right, right. This is why, that's why I say it's a little bit easier, because we're, we're you know, we're shallow people, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, but, so, like, given those two things, like, okay, let's go through the, I want to get Chris's reaction, because when you saw Maze, Maze get murked by Gabe, like, yeah. what did you feel in the moment? You're like, yeah? Or were you like, huh? I was shocked, but I wasn't surprised. You know what I mean? Like, like I was, because, I, like I said earlier, there's no way that I'm bringing this person back to my group and then once you see the years of torture put yourself in that situation this man's shackled uh it looked like his wife and probably a, his kid or you know it were did they did they just starve to death and he had to watch this happen you know kind of thing like the the amount of torture that took place upstairs in that attic yeah um but until then he didn't know that right like he didn't know well, right that. so that's why i'm right. like so like when he so yeah i mean when he when he whacked him i mean i was i was surprised but not shocked you know i was right. like oh i didn't see it coming obviously because i was thinking you were shocked not surprised maybe, i think right yeah that's, that's yeah, right. yeah and and i was just like you know at first i'm like oh they're gonna bring this guy back to the group it's gonna go south real quick you know kind of thing and sooner before you know it he's dead on the ground right so. right the thing is gabe could have been right i'm not saying maze was gonna turn out to be a great asset to our group or anything but right. he didn't even get a shot <laughs> <laughs> we don't even we don't even know so uh, I, in my opinion i think gabe jumped the gun a little bit by killing him he didn't even get a chance to prove himself or try to make amends for anything which is what gabe was was preaching you know we have a community full of people who have lost their way and found it back again and i mean that to me fit maze's profile perfectly right? yeah 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 but they're already having problems feeding everybody in alexandria you're not bringing another mouth back that's another good point that i wanted to bring up also that i didn't write in my notes so rachel sorry kill <laughs> right again so killing them right There's, so kill him this is something that we actually you always know how i react i mean you know <laughs> eh. <laughs> the 1017 illustrated that perfectly like okay we're having to divvy up the contents or you know the the remainders of hilltop yeah. there's already yeah. a strain everybody's looking at negan like looking at dinner you know like okay when is he gone sort of no but like he's also sort of a savior so they don't know what to do with him let me let me get through sharon he was saying my re <laughs> My reaction was like, holy shit, what? Oh, cool. Amazing. <laughs> Fine. Okay, whatever. And then Nisa says, when he killed him, I was like, what? Oh, he'll be back anyway. And he was, and then he dies. <laughs> it's like, but this kind of goes back to like, okay, how does, again, I'm okay. I'm okay for now, just to make it simpler for everybody saying, oh, God told him that he should have killed him. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with him going, boop, 
Yeah, okay, you know now. How many, Do the thing. <laughs> how many times are we going to let Gabe get away with that, though? Oh, You're God right. told me to. Oh, I'm, God listen, told me to. What did I just say before? I said, I am on the side of Aaron. I'm like, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on this side of this, like, Rick side, this, this hokey kind of, like, emotions, and, like, everybody's got a little good in them. Fuck you, yeah. David. Fuck <laughs> you. That's how I feel about me. You know, but I'm, you guys have helped me to be open a little bit about, like, now I'm, like, I'm now I'm a faith healer. Like, I believe in faith healing. I go, oh, God speaks to Gabe. I'm with it. Okay, fine. Whatever the writers want, I'm there. How many times does God get, or does Gabe get to say, God told me to? Right. And be right, ultimately. Sort of, right? Well, th that's the thing, though. When you say, God told me to, it doesn't matter what you do. Everyone's going to say, oh, it was right. It doesn't matter. Like, when you have God behind you. So let's, let's, let's probably answer the obvious question, because I'm going to move it into a different question. Do you think Gabe was, I mean, given what you know about Maze's brother, what he did, what Maze had done to his brother all these years, does that, did that change? even in slightly what Gabe had done to Maze, like after the fact. Uh, oh, I was still happy. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I think But, but you were happier. <laughs> like, okay, I feel yeah. better about being happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it, I, I think about the larger picture. Did he, obviously, he's the one who put all those people on the rooftop to suffer and die. I mean, it, no, that, that, that was has a, to be the obvious answer to me. Like that he was a different that, place. The brother shackled. He shackled yeah. that person to the to to the chimney and on the roof. You think that was him? That was I think he did all that. You sure. know what? You might be right. Okay, that's a good call because if you look really closely, <laughs> there's a lot of similarities. Look at the walker who's tied to the post. Look at the person who's chained to the chimney. Look at the brother who's shackled. So I don't know about the guy on the post, but at least the girl on the roof um, and the two people in the bed. Those corpses had bullet holes in their heads. Yeah. If you look closely right. at the episode, and I was going to bring it up, and I was gonna actually put in my notes but i was like you know what if it comes up i'll i'll bring it up well, look at the bullet holes in the trunk for the soup for the for the can of vegetables right. you know like he obviously he has enough ammo apparently because he wasn't afraid to waste any mm -hmm. i didn't notice any bullet holes in the um corpses on the roof i noticed a bullet hole on, on the, the corpse that was on the ground yeah. on the yeah, yeah that was the one i noticed um because that was a totally different place from where maze was even at yeah i'm not i'm not ready to say maze was all of this but i can see a world in which at least the rooftop, maybe by. But who's? How do you know where he's been? And, well, and you don't. Yeah. And I, I forget. I feel like he's said he either may said or was brother briefly said he's made he's made people do this over and over again he made he said he made me play the game he okay. was talking yeah. about with his family and, but what I'm, and if you look what nice is just said in the chat it looks set up those three people laying in that field look like they were placed there mm. yeah but you know by the, i mean you, you don't the crew you you don't choose to die laying there you know with your you know yeah <laughs> uh, i don't know but yeah yeah you know and then you know the same thing with you know upstairs in the attic you know all those people look like yeah. they were so Similar. You know, yeah. I, 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 I'm on the rooftop. I'm more, I prefer more to think of it as, and because it's, it's more beautiful because I'm weird that the fact that we saw all these bodies the way they were, and then we see the bodies at the end. And then you see like Maze's brother strewn across those bodies. Like there's finally an end point. Like, so yeah. in almost all the scenarios where we see the burnt bodies, we see a walker nearby. So the one by the post is next to the one with the charred bodies, the one uh, up on the rooftop. You have that one that was chained behind. Now, I don't know if it's Maze or not, but there's a weird finality to seeing the brother get, you know, off himself in front of the bodies like okay at least these people have peace right there's like a weird conclusion like i don't know if it was right or wrong i don't know if it was this or that but there's a little mercy there and <laughs> and to touch more on gabe's little gangsterness yeah. after after the brother blows his brains out 
he goes and picks up the gun and puts it in his waistband. Right. I'm like, who who did gang- who did that just beforehand? Gangster, fucking Maze. Oh, Maze, yeah. Maze did it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I noted that. I was just like, oh, really, Gabe? Well, that's interesting. And yeah. I was counting on you to say one thing though. Like when Maze put it in his front waistband. First of all, very sloppily. I was like, you don't do that. I was like, had Chris in my. I literally had Chris in my head going, you, you don't. You people get their penis. It's just not a good look. Yeah, it's yeah. People don't really do that. <laughs> That's how you. That's how you shoot your pee pee off. You know what I mean. So. I wanted. I wanted Gabe to ask Maze the three questions. Ah, uh, yeah. That's what I would have liked to say. Was, nah, there was no time yeah. between you know bonk on the head. Nah, no time. <laughs> But wait, so there's a bigger question here. Okay, we can. I like this because we're getting. We're honestly getting three different perspectives on how we see the situation. I I'm confused. I'm just literally confused. I don't know how to feel, and I think that's the right place to be. I think that's where the writers kind of want most of us to be. We want. They want us to be caught between Aaron and Gabe. They want us to be caught between. This is kind of fucked up, but in the end, he was right. So I don't know how to feel. Okay, I'm going to say one word now, and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, Negan. Negan represents both sides of this coin. Negan did the thing, mm-hmm. but then Negan was locked up. You know, and, and he endured some shit, you know, like the thing put me out of my misery, Maggie moment kind of reminded me of Negan at that because he was also wearing denim in this weird way, yeah. you know, <laughs> and then, okay, so let's go back. Okay. And then Negan did the thing was, you know, oh, I'm going to put you down a bat and the eyeball and the thing. So there's two sides of Negan here playing out a little bit too. Because I feel like they do this back and forth thing, right? We see Negan on the road going, hey, Maggie, uh, what's up, bitch? You know, like, like you know, like, you know, sorry. I, I mean, I feel like he's generally, like, trying to tread softly. I, I don't know, Negan be Negan sure. all back here. But, like, still, he's trying to turn over a new leaf, let's say. Yeah. But yeah. who knows in the back of the mind. But then, then we have this episode. And then I'm like, are they trying to get us to kind of to look at Negan now, like, with the same lens that we looked at him in seasons, you know, seven through eight, maybe a little nine. And then, and then season 10, and then, like, look at both sides of this coin and say what about Negan mm-hmm. I want you to be confused about Negan because we're going to do some fucked up shit see I looked yeah. at this and I thought if they can forgive Negan I mean oh. why why not give Maze a shot after everything Negan's done that's what I felt initially right right when that moment was happening where Gabe kind of and okay can we we're going to pause a little bit because because when Gabe does it and Robert pa- I'm like Robert Patrick because it's Robert Patrick maybe this is just me but I cannot remember the last time and maybe there's a little bit of bias okay I love The Walking Dead whatever you see some really stellar performances you see people really dig deep but i can't remember the last time i saw robert, robert patrick and i felt something like i that sounds mean but like look robert patrick knows how to deliver a performance he's been typecast before he does that really well but like when i felt him go i can't be wrong like i can't be wrong i felt him confront that that what if i am wrong moment and i i it, it didn't hit me in the first watch but in the second watch i paid attention to it because you know you're you're kind of just watching the show you're you're doing the overview but when you actually start to write the notes you're like oh fuck this guy is like what the fuck did i do what the i killed my own brother like or like i i look how many people did i fucking kill with this trick oh yeah when he says i know who i am that when he says i know who i am that like mm-hmm. and like the little spittle comes out too it's like, <laughs> that, that really like that kind of broke me a little bit because like here's a man who's going i know he's saying i know who i am but you're really hearing you're really hearing maybe i don't know who i am right. and he's just tears in his eyes and like i just never i don't think i've ever seen robert patrick do something like this ever as far as performance wise they got the right guy to deliver that's for sure <laughs> like perfect like you know snarky with the like the because you know he comes in kind of like a i'm a boss i know it and i know what i'm doing yeah yeah <laughs> boar yeah and i, I, I know <laughs> I, yeah exactly you know Nate hit you know did you think you think it just walked itself in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah How's, yeah it smells good doesn't it 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Can I have uh, some? You know, it is mine after all. Right. <laughs> but then, like, this, you start getting deeper and start getting deeper. Then it gets, starts getting serious and then it gets really intense. And then him saying, Father, I don't believe you. Like, I don't believe mm-hmm. you. Like, he just can't reconcile this thing. Because you know, he called is, him Father, that yeah. got me. Yeah, because then he was being yep. real with him. And again, Gabe, yep. like, like begets like. It's like now he's matching him at his, at his intensity, at his level. Oh. And then, like, okay, it's all because of Aaron, though. Aaron was about to do the thing to himself. He was about to. And then he's just like, I can't be wrong. I can't be wrong. And then Father comes in with the fucking one, too, with this, like, a really heartfelt <laughs> one, too. You, oh, then you have these good vibes. You're like, yeah, maybe he can be part of the community. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like they have Negan after. Yeah, I was thinking Negan at at them in the moment. I was like, yep. what makes him different? What what? I mean, they'll probably have to lock him up for a little while. Whatever, you know. Like we'll move on. And then the thing happens. And then Gabe just bippity bonk, and you're like, what? What just what the Gabe? What? Yeah. yeah. Again, shocked but not surprised. Like you did. I don't know. I was I was a little bit of both. But second watch, you're like, and then the attic, and you're like, okay, but God, God yeah. was right about it. So I guess I have to write it off now. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And that's the thing. I keep getting that's and I know it. I keep getting you know like how Morgan says he can't die. Like you know he's just he can't. I feel like right now Gabe is right. in that I can't die mode. Like nothing can kill me kind of thing. Apparently Morgan still I, can't die. By the way. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like I I feel like he's treading a very very thin line. I don't know if they're setting us up for something terrible to happen to Gabe. Fearful of that, but at the same time, it's like are you setting the stage where he's on this high and mighty roll and it just ends up you know coming back to him tenfold i don't know let's hold on that because i want to save that for last um oh boy do i want because it relates to what we're talking about here it relates yeah. to the touched by god thing the confidence yep. sexy gabe we're we're liking gabe their show is getting us to somewhat mo- yeah. mostly like it's getting trying to get as many people as possible to like gabe why well maybe we know maybe we don't know <laughs> maybe, and again fucking maybe we're wrong too with, with as much nuance and like looking at the visuals you're like this is a fucking beautifully visually yeah. choreographed episode i mean yeah. between the opening shots the way we see walkers and again maybe you did feel something for the walkers maybe you didn't i'm weird i did i felt like something weird i felt like why am i feeling something for the walkers blah 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 whatever but it is a pretty simple episode like with as much yeah, technical detail there is it's pretty cut and dry you know sure it yeah. you know it's brought like you know i said at the beginning of the show it's brought back to basic survivalism you know yeah. we're out yeah. we're scavenging again where you know where where you're brought back to your beginnings where you had nothing because everything's been destroyed all over again. Sorry, from scratch. Um, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Alexandria is is nothing. You know, it's been ripped apart, and you know, you got these two trying to bring back some kind of salvage as far as food or whatnot, and it's just not happening. Yeah, and, and we have to go back to like I don't know, maybe stoicism, but like survival, right? Like you said. Yeah. I mean, we can. Aaron, it'd be nice if we can go around taking people and we can't do that right now. It's just not yeah, practical. Really? Exactly. I will say that his face, Aaron's face, after Gabe whacks him, and they panned in on, on, on Abe, and it's just like the absolute distraught look on his face. Like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, with the blood splatter, the, the eyes wide open, and just like this look of fear. Like, he was afraid of Gabe for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is it was, why I said the role reversal. Like, this is what Gabe must have felt when he saw like, was it Tyrese was there too? Tyrese, Rick, Sasha, and, and Abe? Who was who in four walls and a roof just macheting and beating the shit out of Gabe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. God. Go back to that scene and that, okay, Aaron yeah. is 
yeah. Father Gabriel in that scene. Like, what the fuck did right. I let in my house? And, yeah. and so we're we're again. I like the, it's like the yin and the yang, the little reversal. Like mm. it's it's so fucking fun to watch this this yeah. Because we to get something like this so perfectly crafted in a way that kind of makes us see the other side, like oh, Gabe is now the guy with the machete, it literally with a fucking machete. Right. Yeah, it, it's you can't you can't write this more perfectly because he's been with a machete for a while. It's not like they just inserted the machete. It's not that they just inserted the blood splatter. <laughs> like right. everything had to line up, like start to ramp up just right to where you can get to this moment and be like, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm Rick now. I'm Rick. Yeah. Like I told you, I make my promise, and like boom, and then attached to the fucking head. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, and you know, I like this. It's amazing, kind of like when you think about the cinematography, the beginning of the show with the blood splattering and the flowers, and then you bring it to the end with the blood splatter and Aaron. You know, so oh yes, <laughs> yes. That's that's the thing. That's that's you fucking nailed it. You fucking nailed it. Aaron is like innocence. Yep. You know. Oh, Rach. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> But yeah, and Sharon, he kind of puts it perfectly. Aaron was all of us. And Aaron is yeah. all of us. We're, we're the flowers. We're just, you know, fucking growing. We're yeah. just watching the world right now. We're fucking little I, shits. I almost, <coughs> almost squeezed out a tear when Aaron had the gun to his head and was going to pull the trigger. And like, the, the look, that look, like, ooh, that look almost got me. And he's like, don't you want to see your daughter? And he's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah, on that note, like, didn't, did you feel like Aaron might have <laughs> said more to get like say goodbye to Gracie for which sounds like a line from an old movie say goodbye to Gracie for me huh like no it's just like yeah. <laughs> say something like say you know tell my daughter I love her like I thought something like, I was waiting that, for right? that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. why didn't that happen because he didn't die <laughs> I I have like a weird answer. It's not sufficient, but like I felt like because Gabe was like locked into Aaron at that moment, and I felt like they kind of just like beamed in data to one another from that one eye. <laughs> the one did this one? No, it's this. No one. words needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, okay, I will. You know, <laughs> like what the? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, this is what's going on. Right, right. But yeah, I thought I don't know. It's a good choice. Like I mean, if you didn't, if you're not hip on the game and not paying attention, you'd be like, yeah, why didn't they? Is Aaron like unfeeling? I'm like no, they just beamed the. <laughs> data to technology <laughs> come on people <laughs> um, smart beamed it <laughs> yeah i'm reading the chat right now uh aaron was all of us my machete we're just sharing okay well you know if you say so if you say so goodbye gracie gabe heard a rumor oh god umbrella, <laughs> umbrella academy <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> from god oh my god uh, sharing it. <laughs> Okay. That's all of a rumor. Okay. Okay. I know the gap we need to fill right now. This is my f the. F it's called a bugaboo, and it's in my fucking bonnet. <sighs> okay. Do you know who the distiller is for the bourbon, the two thousand dollar bourbon bottle? Oh, I didn't even think we were gonna do this. We're doing oh, this. We are gonna do this. Yeah. We're all gonna right. Do this. All right. I, I got it. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> I, I need to get it. This is. I'm you, Chris, right now. Now I'm the Father Gabriel, and no, I'm the Chris. <laughs> is it? Is it a Tennessee company? I don't know. No, it's it's no. Dwayne Jones Distillery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I have no problem with that. That's kind of cool. A little throwback to Morgan's son, right? Oh. And okay. No. I'm gonna tell you. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the show. I'm not mad at Talking Dead. I'm not mad at. I'm mad at some. I should pull back a little bit because I'm like gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna smash some creators who think this, and some. And I'm also gonna be smashing some fans who think this too. But there's a contingent of fans who like see the Dwayne Jones bottle and thinking Morgan's Morgan's son is still alive. Morgan's son is not alive. He's not alive. He's dead. Dead. Yeah. Dead. He's with I'm Madison. Not, I, I, <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how the hell would he be brewing? How the hell would he be distilling whiskey anyway? (laughs) That's a whole other side of the coin, right? It's like, let's (laughs) use logic here. Yeah. He found the (laughs) bottles. He made the labels. He did all this in a zombie apocalypse while he was, what, 15? Sure. So people are going to know who this is, but I'm not going to call him out by name. But there is a certain creator that not only made one video about this, but two. Like before and after the episode aired, still like doubling down on this, oh, theory confirmed, uh, Dwayne Jones is alive and will show up on The Walking Dead before it's ended. What? Again, I'm not going to blow that creator's spot. I'll edit. I'll, I'll edit it out maybe later. Like I'm like, how did? And, and you know what makes me more mad than anything else? Just let me let's show my own vulnerability right now. Fuck this guy. He's got fifty fucking thousand followers on his YouTube channel, and I'm like, I can't even crack a thousand. Like, what the fuck, people? Like, do I need to blow his spot so I can, like, get more followers? Yeah, I won't do that. I can't. It's not the show. It's not like the algorithms. He knows the all. <laughs> See, I don't want to do that, right? So, so anyway, so, like, this. I have a problem with the contingent that that because in the end, Talking Dead. I love that they spelled it out. Dwayne Jones, Dwayne Jones is an homage to the actor who was in the original Night of the Living Dead. Okay, that's it. That's that. End of story. No, no theory confirmed. He's not coming. And this is the worst part about it. I actually had to think on this, like, because what if they do somehow bring Dwayne Jones back? These fucking people are going to be like rejoicing about being right, but like not about any of the evidence that they had. It's like, yeah. like none of the shit that they said that proves that Dwayne Jones is coming back ever checks out. But the fact that he comes on the show means that oh, we're right by proxy. Like we're right based on nothing. It's like yeah. it's like somebody that says God exists and all the evidence doesn't point to anything really let's just be honest okay i'm not making this decision this way or that on that topic but what i'm saying yeah. is but like the second god speaks to everybody all at once we're like okay but we didn't have any evidence to prove it but okay fine i believe now i mean i have no choice because god's in my fucking head like gabriel that makes me mad more than anything it's like if they finally do it fuck these fuck everybody anyway i needed to get that out there because there are still people who think that and i'm like i'm like get some real proof this is not real proof it's not real proof well i mean even gabe kind of you know puts that to bed when he says it's a vintage whiskey it's like i don't know what's he say it's like 100 years old or something like that something outlandish you know it's it's a two thousand dollar bottle of whiskey that's however many years old so like you can't even put a timeline to i mean it's it, at so. least ten, it's <laughs> at least 10 plus yeah plus I, you know i don't know 16 years i think it was like a 20 is a 20 year bottle come yeah. come 30 right so okay. so it's just yeah yeah. Oh, and Sharon, he says it best. It's the showrunner's trolling, but it's not. It's it's an homage to the act to the actor who played in Night of the Dead. But I like Sharon's answer anyway. It's the, it's the super troll brothers. It's it's Kirkman and Gimple all over again. I don't believe a word they say. Wario and Mario. Uh, being serious for a second, because I really wasn't being serious. I just kind of needed to get some feelings out there. But Nisa says it best. It would destroy the whole Morgan Jones journey. It would make everything that he's gone through just like it's too much. It's too much to deal with. You know. There's not going to be like any real huge reuniting. He's not even going to come to the same show. You know, like he's not going to fear the walking dead. He's going to the walking yeah. dead. It's, it's too far. It's too far. And what do you got, Rachel? Because I know you have some things that you wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. First up is the Skella horse in the beginning. <laughs> okay, please go through that because I, I so, made note of it, but I'm like, it was bleached well, too, like a bleached skeleton. Yeah, it had been there for quite quite a while. But what I noticed, and um, we'd have to go way back in the chat, Sharon but Sharon had too. brought up, yeah. yeah. 
she had brought up she was looking for keys, right? I kind of thought the same thing, but I didn't notice any keys. Oh, wait, be what specific I... because some people don't watch Fear the Walking Dead, but... Oh, the, the keys are worn by Virginia's rangers. So if you are a ranger or Lawton or whatever settlement, you wear a key to, to represent, represent that. Yeah. Well, I didn't see any keys. Um, what I did notice is the scarf or ribbon or whatever you want to call it that was around the head of the skeleton was blue, just like the band in Strand's hat. Ooh, that is sexy. <laughs> I like that. Hmm. Oh, so, man. Strand's ooh. death confirmed. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you have to also keep in mind, right? These guys have been out there for two weeks. They're using Maggie's map to look for food reserves and possible places there may be food that they hadn't checked out. I'm not saying they went like to Texas. I'm just saying, well, they're a little bit out of the way, right? They're two weeks journey or in and around the circumference of yeah. fucking Alexandria. So, mm. oh, I'm not even saying that that was Strand, but you know, it's a little. No, I'm I mean... not either. But I'm like, but what if? <laughs> but, but what if? Yeah, I mean, I at the end of. <laughs> okay, Nisa says Strand and Aaron are endgame. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe no okay, like we because we keep thinking oh uh, Cole is on the show to for Aaron to you know but Cole. like what if, it's, <laughs> what if it's Strand you know <laughs> oh but that, I did but I did kind of put Cole out there didn't I <laughs> but like now I like I like this because like Strand like you know duplicity um Aaron is way too good for Strand <laughs> but that's what I'm like opposites attract like Aaron is like just like the soul of the show like now he's like he's what Rick he's like if Rick took a shit and all the goodness came out of him <laughs> Aaron <laughs> a good <laughs> shit and then Rick Aaron's is now all evil shit. and shit now <laughs> I don't know Superman <laughs> 3 whatever Whatever. Um, <laughs> he's with CRM, who knows? But like Victor's like this duplicitous guy, you know, and these two get together, they're like a yin and a yang, and they're like, I can see them knocking boots, I can see it. They're both kind of funny too, right? Charming. <laughs> the walker sleeves were fucking awesome. <laughs> all i yeah. want to say about that <laughs> wait actually that was pretty cool let's take that further like again these shows we're like oh that's happened before right but then we're like no that hasn't no nope. there's like one of those yeah. i'm surprised that has the embalmed walker and fear the walking dead we're like oh yeah they did that oh they didn't do that they're like oh shit yeah. that and that was cool the way they did it so yeah. like this is like a duh thing it's always a duh thing like oh we've seen this before right oh no we haven't nope. mm. <laughs> throws it like a rubber glove <laughs> <laughs> oh i spent a lot of time studying the playing cards i wanted to know exactly what hand okay Gabe had <laughs> okay I, just before that though i want to say when they were sitting down and eating dinner those cards were all over the floor yes so they, they were they took the time to pick <laughs> up all the cards just to play a game and i thought that's such yeah. That's such a good reflection of like just when Gabe talks about the whiskey. Yeah. And and again, that's such a fucking good um description of stoicism. Again, I want to latch onto <laughs> this as much as possible. Only a stoic <laughs> would take the fucking time to pick up every fucking playing card and just be like and not like want to fucking shoot themselves in the head for having to do it because they really? want to play they want to get through the thing to get the reward to play the game, right? I would I would have done it hands down. If I, I saw I playing cards fucking on the floor, do it. I, I don't have to I do shit. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I, 52 pickup, you know, well, you have 52 pickup. Okay, you don't forget, my dad was a my dad was a magician, so when I see a deck of cards, like, I have to put them together. Yeah, like, but deck of cards on the together. floor? <laughs> yeah, that they shit. have, no, they have to be together. I need to bring them all together. Oh, you know, there was, there was an obsessive compulsive side to me, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is, this is not, this will not do. <laughs> no. 
I can't look at this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have to mention Sharonty, actually, and I'm going to put it on the screen now because Sharonty, thanks. Yeah, now I have to do it. Compulsion. Uh, Sharonty mentions the, the, the that scene with Aaron and uh, Gabe mm. does somewhat parallel John and Rabbi Kessner in Fear the Walking Dead. They're both kind of across from each other oh, talking yeah. about life and talking about John's past. And there's a little bit, you know, Gabe talks about his past a little bit, but it's, it's loosely resembling. Yeah. So from what I could tell, I, I could not, no matter how much I tried, I could not see the very last card on the table. The flashlight was shining on it too bright. There was just too much of a reflection. But what Aaron's I could make out, Gabe's. Uh, well, we never see Aaron's cards. I mean, I mean the. I saw a little bit of it. I mean the public hand. Mm. Uh, oh, the uh, oh the the uh, was it the river like all three cards. Well, the flop was a nine. Of, the flop was a nine of spades, ace of spades, and a three of hearts. The turn was a ten of spades. I think I think it was a ten of spades, and I could not see the river. Could not make out the river. Gabe was holding a two of hearts and an eight of spades, so he was bluffing a flush. And you know who had the flush? Aaron. I did not see it. When did you see Aaron's cards? I, wa I watched that scene 12 times. Those are the easiest to see. For, from when my did point you see them? <laughs> when he's about to, uh, he's like deciding whether to go all in or not. He's like moving the whiskey. You see a king of either clubs or spades through the glass. It's up. Oh. It's like, it's facing up. Like he, he's like so drunk. He's like, oh, here's my cards just for everybody to see. Okay. And I started two. watching at the pan around. So I can when it was see, panning around the table. I can see, I can see how Aaron, this is like, I, I, this is why I should never play poker, but I'm like Aaron. Like I don't double down. I don't have, I don't, I don't throw it down if I don't have it unless I'm panicking and then I do. But Aaron had a either a king of clubs or, har, or or spades, like because most of it was spades, so he had the, so he had the flush and a two of spades, which is weird because if he was holding the king of spades and the ace was showing, he knew he didn't have the higher card. But if if Gabe had any value above two with the flush, right? Because Aaron had the two and king. Gabe didn't even have the flush, right? Yeah, you know, like is that. But when you're playing poker, you're like, I got a king and a two. If he has a king and a sorry, not a king, but if he has a queen, can't and have a, the king, right? Right. Right, you know, but if he had, if he had like, I don't know, like an ace and a anything above two. The ace was showing. He couldn't have had the ace. Oh, I'm okay. telling you, I, if yeah. if he if Aaron had the king of spades, he should have known he had the hand. <laughs> If you have a queen and like even a four, doesn't that beat? Not a king. King beats a queen. Okay. All right. So I think he was thinking high card or something. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Again, I don't put me on the. I, I'll shit the bed. <laughs> I'll shit the bed in poker. I, I once I tried will, to. I will I take tried all to play your money. A, I once tried to play a three. Um, because because you know poker, you have all these different combinations. I tried to play like a, mm. a three pair or something like that. Like a pair three uh, was like I can't remember what the hand was. I tried to play something that didn't exist. <laughs> Oh, oh, there you, okay. Because because the cards can be interchangeable. Like, oh, I have the I have this here, but I have that there. <laughs> like, no, you have to. It's the best one that makes it. I'm like, no, but I have it. <laughs> like, they're like they're like <laughs> laughing at me, and I'm like, don't laugh at me. I like playing with newbies who think they have a straight, but it's all like different, like red and black suits. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, oh, so close, but no. <laughs> Charity's like, make note to play, makes note to play poker with Dave. Yeah, I'll lose my shirt. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The very last thing I noticed was at the end when Aaron and Gabe walked past the, the pictures of the twins. I thought to myself, I wonder which is which. Oh, definitely the one on the right is Maze. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I said definitely. <laughs> I just thought like the one on the right has to be Maze because I think I thought I saw Maze's family or sorry Maze's brother's family behind Maze's brother maybe I don't I don't know like in the other picture 
maybe in the yeah maybe in the other oh yeah. Yeah, it was the other picture that got me to think that way because mm-hmm. obviously Maze's brothers with the other thing you really can't tell the difference it's still robert patrick right. it's the right. same literal but but here's what i was thinking again sometimes we make you laugh uh <laughs> wait, they couldn't get an older picture of robert patrick because <laughs> oh. we know robert patrick from t2 and yeah. maybe they could have pulled yeah, some exactly. promo photos from back then i don't know that photo had to be oh 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 you're saying he should have been younger is that what you're saying a little bit oh okay i was thinking it looked about 10 years old but okay maybe maybe. (laughs) like maybe from the x-files days or something like split the difference here (laughs) right (laughs) i'm not trying to complain i'm just like there's that there's that funny part that breaks me out of the moment that's like he just took that yesterday right he's just He's like, <laughs> I'm not trying to like, because it's only because we know Robert Patrick as this iconic T2 face, you know, straight yeah. face kind of young with the ears. Remember the ears? He doesn't have those anymore, right? Yeah. They're now firmly taped on the side of his head. <laughs> I don't know. The ears. <laughs> I mean, he's he's filled out is what I'm saying. I just didn't want to say it, but like it just yeah. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I'm not gonna get myself in trouble <laughs> again. Get Dave canceled for saying Robert Patrick's fat. <laughs> cut. Can we cut? Can we cut? <laughs> this horse skeleton pickup was pretty good. I you know I mean I didn't even I was thinking of like those those uh, you know the uh, the road the road worker guys there or something like that or something, mm. but. You know, that's all I you know, the cowboy guys there. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even think about linking it to anything else. I, but. I had thought like I, I thought maybe that was there also to kind of again, it's not always gonna be about something that's literal. But sometimes you yeah. sometimes you're supposed to see something and it's supposed to evoke a memory that you have built mm-hmm. in. And the memory right. that I have, the last memory I have, at least on TW about a man on a horse, is Rick. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. So I thought that was yeah. intentional. Like you're like, oh, this is happening soon. You get ready for it. Oh yeah, I remember Rick. Uh, because then you, also you're looking at Aaron and you're looking at like the best parts of Rick, sort of in a way. I mean the beard, the the attitude. We yeah. have to bring people in, everybody's gotta work together, you know, that sort of there's there's a little simpatico going on there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the show is trying to say. I don't know why they're doing this or bringing this memory up. I feel like they're slope. They're slope. Sharon D actually said that in the comments, uh, in the chat uh, a little bit ago, how I don't know if it's Sharon D or Nisa. So correct me if I'm wrong, but like the idea that the, the, each of these episodes are like a, a, the five stages of grief in a way, like oh, there's mm-hmm. like the remorse, there's like the denial, Melissa McBride, not Melissa McBride, Carol. <laughs> there's like, you know, I'm sorry, but I was right. I was right, bitch. <laughs> but, the, but you're going through it. Okay. Okay, you know, so there's a uh, regret, there's bargaining at some point. Oh my god, which one is that? Which one is bargaining? That's the next episode. And then Megan. there's ex- and then there's acceptance. Yeah, maybe. Right? No, bargaining bargaining is, is princess. That's the next episode. Oh. Acceptance. Oh, yeah. Is, acceptance is neat. Holy shit balls. Woo! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's now I gotta look at this whole yeah. fucking thing from the lens of ah, uh, come on. Why do you gotta make actually, more work for me, MC? <laughs> actually, Negan's not gonna be acceptance. There'll be one before that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Huh, huh yeah oh boy mm. depression right isn't it it's the six stages no. of grief right not the five stages i thought it was bargaining five. depression acceptance anger denial bargaining denial anger bargaining depression acceptance. there's seven there stages of grief how many episodes do we have six six okay denial so maybe maybe there's even one for the start off the next season <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe oh obviously here's the thing okay let me read this version of it because the seventh one can't count <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'll tell you why. Shock and denial is the first one. Pain and guilt is the second one. Anger and bargaining. There's a little bit of that going on in this episode. Depression yeah. is the fourth one. Not looking forward to that one. Uh, the upward turn, they say, is the fifth one. <laughs> Reconstruction and working through. Okay, I know. It's a new one for me, too. It's Which, kind of acceptance, I guess, right? Yeah, but no, acceptance and hope is the last one. That's why they leave that last one off, because it's oh. fucking TWD. Fuck you, TWD. Fuck you, AMC. <laughs> What Why do you hate us? Was this torture porn season seven and eight all over again? Fuck you. We love you so much. Why so many, do you hate us? So many f bombs <laughs> dropped on this episode today. I I think this might be a record f bomb episode. I think so too. <laughs> uh, Anissa says they don't always. Anissa again, resident psychologist for the show. At least she says denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. So they don't always use all of them. Uh, and those are the five I'm familiar with. Right. Yeah. She said they used five mm -hmm. in one division. So yeah. Mm. I, I like. How Sharon D says, I know she meant, do, do, have you seen this boy? But she spelled it buoy. So have you, have you seen this buoy? And then <laughs> That's it makes even me, funnier. That makes me think of like that uh, early Tenacious D song, stabbing you with my buoy while I'm naked. Oh. No, she. <laughs> No, she meant buoy. She said. She meant buoy. Yeah, because she said she said it had resembled. Uh, I think so, had something to do with uh, fear. Keep going. Keep going. So I want to see. What Says, have you have you seen this buoy? Hardcore fear. But I, I don't get it. I'm the cool. alligator episode. Oh, I, oh, really? Is that where we're going? <laughs> I don't know. That I'm trying to think of like water. She's she's trying what to like desperately now, frantically write it out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> She means yeah. she means buoy means fat because yeah. fat. she's making me say it this is the problem because <laughs> nobody can see her i can i will take you know what i'll take it she says it's because it's fat robert patrick <laughs> and he's when he says fat when he says this he's pointing to his stomach have you seen this yeah, this buoy have you seen i didn't it? think he was that big but i mean maybe he was I thought he Party had a lot, a lot of, of layers on yeah yeah that's, a lot of clothing that's what yeah. i thought because it, yeah what... layers are slimming right yeah. <laughs> that haircut though man where I, yeah, he's, rough. where's he been getting this haircut oh rough i thought it looked great it rough. really oh, oh great are you referring to the wig or are you ta talking about like the side cut the side thing i'm, ta I'm talking about his hair that was his hair yeah, yeah. sharon he got uh says he got a little bit of the dwight facial <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right? back rachel yeah. you're back rachel the, yeah the dwight special <laughs> uh well we, we talked about the leather jacket elephant in the room uh sort of about negan because i don't think we really came to a conclusion about that really like maze negan i, I yeah I, I i don't see them as the same mm. but no i don't but either, in like right? general concepts like okay if we can't if gabe can't give i'm just in the in the terms of gabe like if gabe can't give oh. maze like a hearing you know what how why is it different for negan in a way is it time right. is it distance you know what what is it you know like i wonder like i wonder how gabe like i mean let's put it this way gabe's evolution happened somewhere in the time jumps you know, or like using in the midst of some act. I, I don't know which. What I do know is Gabe has had the luxury or we've had the luxury of seeing Gabe with Negan over a long span of time, right? So is it just time that makes it forgivable? Does Gabe see Negan in a different light now? There's a part of me that goes, okay, I know, because this is going to lead us to our next discussion, by the way. <laughs> Given all that, does Gabe still see things in black and white as a result of this episode? You know, does he see Negan in a different way? I don't know. I have no answer for that. Maybe he's just made I mean, it past the wall you know what i mean like past the wall of us versus them get like oh he's in our community nothing i could do about it 
for all we know, it could be a, a thing that, you know, you, you learn from your past, you know, should have killed Negan, it would have been over or all the torture would have never happened. So maybe it's, maybe it's a lesson from the past. Just kill the guy and don't have to worry about it. So Gabe, okay, this is like the Michonne question. So Gabe of today would not have let Negan live. I don't think so. Yeah, that's funny. I love when we get these these kinds of like, oh, would Michonne of today have saved Andrea? Would Gabe of today have right. spared Negan, right? Oof. Right. Yeah. That's some shit right there. Which leads us to Gabe's not going to get it. I'm going to say this out loud. I'm saying this out loud. I feel like th I have to be the one. I have to. I'm do using the step of acceptance right now. <laughs> Gabe is not going to hang around long. I can't. I can't. It's hard. Uh, Gabe is not going to stick around long enough to find out, it seems. Because at first we saw the tower and we were like, Gabe's death. No, I wasn't like you girls were like, Dave's, Gabe's definitely going to get Gabe's death. <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah, no, yeah. And then it didn't happen. And I was just like, I was like football <laughs> arena style cheering in the fucking end zone going, holy shit, did that just fucking happen? Did that just fucking happened. Holy shit, Gabe is alive. Gabe is alive. And then we see the water tower. <laughs> I'm like, come on, motherfuckers. Come on. <laughs> come at me, bro. I, I could take it. I could take it. I don't know if I can take it, but I, now I'm saying it. Gabe is most likely going to get Gabe's death. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. honestly don't know how. Uh, I love being surprised, but at this point, like you said, Rach, when is his luck going to run out? Is is yeah. it all of it has led to this point to where he can survive this moment? Because I hear it's a noble death. I don't know still. I hear it's somewhat of a noble death or somewhat of a beautiful death in the comics sure i guess <laughs> suppose some people might have that opinion well i know carol has said as much it's an honorable or noble death or something to that effect uh, I mean, but i mean who knows how they're going to spin it in the show right that's a, another you factor know? and again there's a half i hate this part of me that goes <laughs> will they spare him again i don't yeah i feel like so many people have gotten their comic book death i think it would be wrong for him not to <sighs> yeah but I, then again i mean we only have Three episodes left, and who knows if it'll happen in season ten? Because you know they're gonna jump, they're gonna jump to another story next week. Yeah, you know it's like so. Where are they gonna fit his death in? Yeah, yeah, that's oh my god. So oh no, but season eleven. I feel like. I feel like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like they said something in, in Talking Dead about where I thought they said they were gonna, we were gonna see this before the season's end or something with regards with the tower. I could be wrong. I, I, I should have watched Talking Dead again, but thought. Yeah, yeah. unless they squeeze it in this to, to, uh, you know, somebody else's episode, a finale or something. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say two things from the chat. Sharon D says, first of all, don't worry, a bounty hunter will pull the tower down and he'll be fine. She's referring to pulling Morgan's water tower down in mm -hmm. fear of the walking dead so then gabe will be fine but then she says something else and now we have to talk about it because again this is a perfect squawking dead question what if aaron gets it instead what if aaron gets gabe's mm -hmm. death and that seems more noble to me than gabe at this point <laughs> in some ways like because gabe isn't a bad guy let's just i feel like gabe still isn't a bad guy he's yeah. doing what's right no. in according to gabe you know not a bad yeah. guy but i feel like they're setting us up for gabe to die i don't you know they always i don't know it's kind of like a it, it's a thing they do you know and they've done it in the past and i feel like they're setting up even in this episode leading up to this episode you know it's this Riding that, he's riding that thin line right now. Right, just like and just like Negan gets the to kill Alpha. It may not have happened exactly. It didn't happen exactly the right. way it was in the comics, but it still happened. He still pulled the yeah. trigger. Let's say. Right. I mean, look, anything's possible with these writers. I just. <sighs> oh man. I just. I don't see them killing off Aaron. Though. 
I I think uh, you're right too. I mean, they're they're still doing this thing where like we can't kill kids. We can't kill kids anymore after after Darabont sort of did it. You know, Walker Sophia, uh, the teddy bear girl, famously like okay, we got a lot of flack for that from the the right wingers or something. I don't know what the hell they got because they didn't do it. Then, yeah. They didn't kill and Judith. Then Michonne. Well, yeah. Which we didn't see. Like we didn't no. see them. It was get implied. Right. Okay. So Nisa's saying if Maggie saved Gabe from his comic death, what if it? What if she gets it? I mean, here's the thing. This is what I want to make clear because <laughs> I too am in denial. I maybe I'm the only one in denial here, but it's gonna be Gabe. It's gonna be Gabe. All signs point to Gabe. They wouldn't do that to Aaron. And I'm gonna say this out loud. You know, they're not. They're too gun shy not. about ripping dads who fought from daughters. They're not gonna do it. And they're not bringing back Maggie just to kill her in a couple episodes. <laughs> no. Well, I I, I think they could, but not here. They're too far out. Yeah. They're too far out. Right. I think she's part of the end game. I think she'll be part of the group that you know carries the torch to the finale. I hope so. Actually, I do like practical Maggie. I do like practical leader Maggie. Yeah. Even if she is broken right now. <laughs> You're actually going to be surprised because I feel like they're almost throwing Gabe's death too much in her face. Like, ah, and then it's not going to happen. I, know. <laughs> I would normally agree with mm -hmm. you, but I feel like I feel like AMC slash The Walking Dead. Let's say The Walking Dead is doing this thing where it's like, honestly, it's like Sadiq in the barn. Open mm. your eyes. You, yeah, yeah. you know what? You're gonna see this coming, and you're gonna see it coming all the way. Your eyes are gonna be wide open, and we're gonna do it. It's not like the whole veiled. Okay, you remember? Like, obviously, everybody remembers. That was at the end of season six. We don't know who died in Negan's lineup. No, mm. your eyes are gonna be open. You're not gonna look away. It's going to happen. It's going mm. to happen. <laughs> even, yeah. even I'm saying that. Yeah. It's going to happen and i think it's i gotta say it's a new tactic and i kind of gotta give him props for it because it's it's yeah. it's like you know what's going to happen here's the water tower here it is get ready buckle your safety belts nothing's gonna keep you safe nothing <laughs> right. is gonna keep you safe that's it Gabe. and end game gabe is end game yeah. for himself <laughs> you know rationally like why would you go to a water tower with only two people you gotta know that's gotta be one of the most well protected things in the area Again, like, I, I don't think any of them are thinking rationally. Like, just like the fucking boar thing, like, May says it best, is like, you think that boar locked himself in his room, in that room itself? Yeah, yeah. I think they're, like, running on fumes. And I don't know. And also, there's another factor of this, right? I think all these guys think we've survived this long, you know, we're masters at this, you know, we're, we're good at this. No, you're not good at this, and we're gonna remind you of how not good at this you are. A, a la Gabe's death. <laughs> you know, but actually yeah. I wanted to touch on that a little bit because every episode seems to remind us of something that Carol said out loud in the last episode, which was, yeah, our, rucks, our lucks run out, our lucks run out. And like this episode sort of even in some ways like makes us think just a little bit and they say it out loud too. Our, maybe our lucks run out. You know, maybe this is a bust. Maybe we're saving something that's not meant to be saved. And all I have to say to that is, I feel like this is what the saviors must have felt like when they were trying to hold the sanctuary up. <laughs> Charity says, hash she should have said hashtag, but hashtag end Gabe. <laughs> And Gabe. And Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe their luck has run out. And then, of course, enter the Commonwealth and then all, the, all yeah. that bullshit. Like, we don't know how this is going to be. I do not think it's going to be like the comic books. I think it's going to be somewhat like the comic books. I hope it's what I've better. Yeah, I hope it is too, because it looked very funny. Some some of the still photos are in the intro. I'm like, oh shit, this is going to be, it's got to be different. Well, to be fair, Gabe's already lived past the comic book. He died during the yeah. Whisperer War. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Which, he's again, already been on borrowed time. So this is this is kind of a tick in your corner like oh it's it's too it's too obvious so maybe that time has passed or same thing with zeke right too zeke is zeke is dead in the comics way before this on the pipes. Oh, yeah he was he was on a pike yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
don't do this. I know it's going to happen. Don't do this. I'm not, I'm not reversing course on this. I'm not. I'm going to accept it. Move on. I mean, I'm not. I mean, but this, isn't this better than the lineup where we don't know for a season, you know, like a season? Like we know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's yeah. going, and then it doesn't. And then I'll be happy. Let's just set up. <laughs> let's just square that circle. If Gabe survives this, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not going to be mad about it at all. I'll be like, hats off to you, Walking Dead. I'm still a fan. And maybe more so. <laughs> you fucking did that. Fuck you. I still love you. He was on Talking Dead for a reason, I think. So Yeah. I mean, there's even kind of like you a know. side eye to that. Like, J Jim Barnes was kind of like almost alluding. Yep. When comics fans see the water tower, it's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Gabe is end Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week is the, the, the princess episode. <laughs> Basically, yeah, we caught a glimpse of uh, of Lance Hornsby from the comics, and he's wearing a he's wearing a version of the CRM armor that looks a little like the Kingdom armor. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> it makes him look like he has weak shoulders. Like, do you know what I mean? It looks like it doesn't <laughs> quite fit. When Wardrobe does this, they're making a conscious decision, just like just like Morgan wearing Benjamin's armor. It's not you know to be the thing that helps you survive. It's literally an homage. But for Lance Hornsby, just it makes him look less threatening than he. No, he's not threatening. He's just not. Mm. It just seems like it. He's just not. He sounds yeah. threatening. I love that deep voice, motherfucker. Again, mm. we don't know what to think because we don't know what this Commonwealth is is going to be like. Well, I like that you what you said about it making him look non-threat because mm. kind of is non-threatening. Like he wants to <laughs> not be non-threatening, <laughs> but he want like he tries to be. Like he's like I'm important. But most people are like, <laughs> especially princess. So yeah. So if they're already kind of setting that up with his appearance i don't know maybe we'll see a similar character but like riding a bit of a less comical line yeah i think it was just funny that they chose to give him armor because he doesn't have armor in the comics i know this for a fact right which some people complained about by the way motherfucker <laughs> lance hornsby doesn't wear armor <laughs> and they're like okay if there's a it's probably just an appearance thing and then you won't see him in it ever again mm. so wait nisa are you saying lance hornby is the big threatening bear you want to hold <laughs> i'm just i'm just confirming here yeah that's what she means i, I just want her to confirm that because that's you got to <laughs> i want you to qualify that a little bit like well or maybe you can elaborate on what she what you think she means uh <laughs> I, sometimes it's nisa and i'm on the same page with her most times like the gate like hugging gabe i want to hug gabe not me look. just this whole oh. look yeah again that voice hmm. yeah that voice is something else yeah baby <laughs> <laughs> when we when we tooled when we tooled the uh that first season 11 teaser that we got within the interview room oh yeah that was his voice you know you can Ooh. see that video here yeah yeah and i'll yeah. put it in the description <laughs> yeah it's, it's a separate video so this, overall the fact man the fact that the walking dead can like still shock us in some ways because it's i feel like it's been a while haven't you like in a weird way it's been since a I've while been since we've been shocked yeah. like not since they father gabriel was saved in the tower it was like holy shit what ah! it's only because we know and that's the half the reason why shocked but this this episode him him <laughs> whacking maze over the head that was out of nowhere that was like yeah. i did not expect that at all yeah i guess it's it's been a minute since i've had a holy shit moment but yeah. i'm i right, mean they, right. they always surprise me i'm like, always like Oh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> like, like Rick biting the, th you know, Joe the Clamor's yeah. throat out. That kind of shock moment. Right. Like when is I don't know when is the last time we got to see that? The like Daryl jumping up in the air and stabbing Beta square in both eyes. <laughs> nice, but not shocking. Like it was yeah. satisfying, not shocking. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even the so the, again to draw a parallel to this, like the the Pikes, we knew where they were coming because the comic yeah. book. So again, it was a. 
it's like knowing the Titanic's gonna sink, but you want to see how it goes down. But like, when when's the last time we seen something shocking? Okay, maybe Negan having sex with Alpha. I don't have <laughs> I don't have any feelings towards that. Everybody's like, yeah, gross. I'm like, yeah. It's cool. I'm, I'm cool with it. People need sex. Whatever. Dirty. Gross. <laughs> feces sex. Whatever. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Black socks. You know, you you be in the apocalypse. You you see if you can get, you know, not get it when it's presented to you. I challenge you. I challenge you. Mm. Mm. Suspect. Mm. Looking at you with side eye. <laughs> it's over. Great episode. I think we all agree, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. In insane. I'm just hoping the next episodes just keep ramping because it feels like the first few were kind of a slower burn moving up. Now we got this episode. Now we got the Princess Commonwealth episode. Maybe we'll get somewhere. I feel like she's going to get tossed around the room a lot. Juanita Sanchez. Mm. So maybe we'll get somewhere. And then obviously we're going to crescendo at some point to the last episode, which is the Here's Negan episode. If you enjoyed what you've listened to so far, head over to ratethispodcast.com slash dead. Five stars and eggplant is all we need to know that you love us. If you want to write more, let us know. Let us know you like let's know that you want to cancel us just do your job tell, just tell us in the ratings give me one star give me one star and, and like a feces emoji yeah five <laughs> feces and a star i'll take that anything is actually good hate is good too hate <laughs> we feed on your hate and uh, if you really like or hate what we do <laughs> head over to ko-fi.com set up an account and follow us just follow us on ko-fi.com slash squawking dead when you do follow us you'll know when we do some behind the scenes shit because you'll see a little locks post but if you decide to give us a coffee you access to all those locked posts for 30 days and if you subscribe to a coffee a month the party just keeps on rolling we got some perks coming up soon some shit that we thought of in, in the pre-show that if you do buy us a coffee you can listen to now because now you can download this unedited episode right right and then you know all the shit that we talked about you behind your back before we started the show don't you want to know <laughs> anyway yeah ko-fi.com squawking dead follow us there don't buy us a coffee i challenge you not to that's right I challenge you not to spend money on us yeah you can't do it can you gotta give us all your money i know you don't it's a lie it's a denial <laughs> anyway take care everybody i'll see you next week fucking love you a lot of f-bombs <laughs> go fuck your mother <laughs> chris it's great to have you on the show i feel like i was more energized with you your presence here yeah happy to be back yeah man i'm oh the the, the prodigal son returns and rachel <laughs> and rachel is always a fucking main homegirl as they say back in the 80s 90s love your face sharon denise i love your fucking faces some really good insights today making us laugh behind the scenes you pieces of shit oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> fuck you too no i love you too and uh guys good night see you next week bye enjoy the Peace. enjoy the next episode